Welcome, it's indisputable, good to be with you. We have a lot on the agenda today, breaking down news of the day. My big homie, David Schuster, TYT contributor, and we have in the bullpen, Albert Eisenberg, commentator, Young Voices. We're gonna talk about expanding diversity on the right, what they need to do, and also, Left versus right wing economic politics, all right? Should be an interesting debate and conversation. Let me take you to my first story. A man who does not like the mask policy at a gas station, leaves the gas station, comes back and kills the cashier over the mask mandate. I kid you not, this happened in Germany. German politicians expressed shock on Tuesday over the killing of a 20 year old gas station worker after an argument about a face mask and said that coronavirus deniers who are willing to use violence will not be tolerated. The killing was on Saturday evening. Now the politicians are having the same issue in Germany as we are having in America, massive misinformation. Extreme ideological radicalization, all of that is happening, even though it is a minority of the sentiment, just like in America. These individuals represent a minority of the sentiment, not a majority, they're just loud. And now somebody is dead. Now, understand the extreme evil and irony here. This guy goes to a gas station to buy beer. He is told there is a mask protocol at this establishment, well within the statutory rights of that store. He leaves, gets a mask, comes back, and then kills the cashier, according to the allegation. Prosecutors have said that the gas station cashier had asked a 49 year old man who wanted to buy beer to comply with the rules and put on a mask. The customer refused and left, but returned later wearing a mask, which he pulled down when he approached the cashier, who again referred to the rules. What? You get a mask, you pull it down just to commit murder. So you don't have a problem with the mask. What's your issue here? Let me remind everyone, there is something significantly tribal and evil about how this debate has evolved. We're talking about masks, okay? Stores have implemented policies forever. No shoes, no shirt, no service. People have been denied access because of certain attire. Maybe language on the clothing inappropriate. They didn't have shoes on, maybe they did not have a shirt. Store manager, store owner says you can't enter here or you have to leave. They enforce it. You ever heard of anybody coming back to kill the cashier over it? No, no, this is different. Then the perpetrator pulled a revolver and shot the cashier in the head from the front. The victim fell to the floor and was immediately dead according to the prosecutor. The suspect later gave himself up to a police station saying the coronavirus measures were causing him stress, said Furman, who's the prosecutor. 
that person is being detained. Germany has different privacy laws because of those privacy laws. We do not know the names of each person involved. As soon as that comes, we will update the story. David, what are your thoughts here, brother? Well, a couple of things. First of all, I mean, it's proof that there are crazy, insane psychopaths around the world, not just in the United States, but they are all over, and that there are people who will use something like the mask mandate or the mask requirements to essentially go crazy. The difference, though, and I give some credit to the Germans, there was such an effort since this incident happened to try to understand, well, how did this guy? fall through the cracks in terms of his mental illness. They're doing the kind of review, the kind of analysis that we only wish would happen here in the United States. That we had those same resources to try to figure out why do people fall through the cracks emotionally and mentally. And the other part is they're also doing an investigation to try to determine how did he get this gun? It's much more difficult to get a revolver in Germany than it is in the United States. And there's a very aggressive effort to find out where did this guy buy the gun? Where did he get the ammunition? What can we do to try to keep this from happening again? The sort of after action steps that are often missing here in the United States. But again, I mean, this whole issue of masks has brought out the worst in so many people who think that, oh my God, how can a mask be more difficult than taking somebody's, you're taking somebody's life over a mask. And obviously that's not it, it's he's taking somebody's life because he's crazy and he's and he's gone nuts. But it's still, it's so heart wrenching on so many levels. Yeah, and they continue to spout this doctrine of, well, this is about choice and freedom. Well, you just took the choice and freedom of life away from an entire person. And there are some who are applauding the actions of this particular individual. Um, Listen, we're not far from it in America. We have people showing up at school board meetings, fighting, uh, elected officials, other parents. Uh, We have um, health directors being threatened, run off the road. Not too far away from what just happened in Germany. A Jaguar driving college professor out of Chicago decided to call a black woman the N word and also spit on the woman. I kid you not, let's put his picture up, there it is, let's put his mug shot up. That's, that's his LinkedIn picture, let's put his mug shot up, there it is. Okay, let me give you some background to this allegation. Uh, college professor has been charged following a racial meltdown where he screamed the N word and spat at a black mother and her seven year old daughter. Uh, this professor, his name is Alberto Friedman, 53 years of age, has been charged with aggravated assault with a motor vehicle and a hate crime. According to his LinkedIn profile, he is a professor at the National University of Health Sciences. The university told NBC News that they have suspended Friedman pending an investigation. Okay, internal investigation. Friedman has been released on a whopping $2,500 bond. He's been released, but barred by the judge from contacting the victim or witnesses, which is customary. Here are the details from CBS2 Chicago. Prosecutors from the Cook County State's Attorney's Office said at 4.33 PM, Tuesday, September 7th, the woman and her daughter when the car parked along the traffic lane between the aisles and the Jewel Osco at 438 West Madison Street in Oak Park. But not blocking traffic as they waited for the woman's mother to finish shopping in the Jewel store. At that point, prosecutors said, the woman saw someone honking and yelling and saw Friedman 
behind them in his Jaguar. Prosecutor said Friedman called the woman the N word and demanded she move her car. It gets deeper. The woman motioned for Friedman to drive around her. But Friedman kept yelling racial slurs at the woman and her daughter. Remember the daughter is seven years old and then got out of his car. This man approached them while yelling slurs had to be terrifying for this mother and child. The woman then tried to get out of her car, but Friedman pushed the door closed and then spat in the woman's face, according to the prosecutors. They say the reason he did this is because he did not like black people. That's what he told her. Um, she did attempt to get his license plate number, but did not see one. The woman also threw a water bottle at his car uh, to keep him around long enough for the police to show up. Uh, and there's more. As the woman walked back around her car toward the passenger side of Friedman's car, Friedman accelerated his car toward the woman and came within inches of hitting her. The woman had to sidestep Friedman's car to prevent being struck. Friedman ended up hitting the rear driver's side bumper and driver's side front door. He did get out of his car. Once witnesses started to intervene, police arrived soon after, they put him in jail. He did admit to spitting on this woman. Now this is a whole damn college professor. If he feels like this about a random black person, how do you think he feels about black students in front of him? At this point, the university, in addition to doing a full investigation about this incident, because there's a morals clause within a university you work for. I work for a few universities and work for some right now. You have to now review his student teacher academic history. You have to review the record and see if there are signs of discrimination in the way he graded papers as it relates to black students in front of him. The university must do that now. David, this is an extreme story, but unfortunately it's not the only one. Right, and this is a personal one to me because I come from an academic family. My parents were college professors at Indiana University, my late father in the business school, my mom in the school of education. Some of my friends, they came from academic families, none of us had Jaguars in our family. So this <laughs> yeah. doesn't add up. I'm not sure how many professors are out there that have a nice car like that. Not many. Not many, but it clearly there's a sense of entitlement that that this jackass had simply because somebody was blocking your way outside of a store. Then you feel the need to get out of your car and yell and scream and, and frighten a child. I mean, yeah, I think it's important that the university go back and figure out, first of all, why do they hire this jerk in the first place? I mean, there had to have been some red flags. Secondly, yeah. let's look at his grades. Has he been has he been biased in terms of how he awarded grades and graded papers and all that sort of thing? And it casts an entire Paul over the university that hired him. And for the university to come out and say, "Oh yes, we have suspended him pending investigation. Oh, you think? Well, maybe you should do a little bit more. If this guy spent a night in jail or was sent to jail and given if these allegations are proven to be true, he has no business being associated with the university whatsoever. Under suspension, no, he should be fired. And we should make it clear that these types of people in our society, they do not belong. They have no place. We will not tolerate this behavior no matter what your profession is. 
Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And there are some things so egregious that a university does not have to wait for an investigation. I'm a member of the American Association of University Professors. And we fight to make sure that professors have a lot of freedom in the classroom to teach as they should, right? But we also want to make sure that bad professors do not have artificial protections. They have to go. And this individual has brought significant shame to the university and it is rooted in racial discrimination. He gotta go. Now, I'm taking you to another one. Seems like it's becoming a trend. A racist guy spits on the face of a black male, opens his door to do it. Here's the video. Owensboro, Kentucky. This guy right here is calling my boyfriend an N-word. Throw your window down. Let him you could at least say something. Man. I mean, damn. This guy opens the door, spits on the black man's face after calling him the N-word repeatedly. The police initially refused to get involved. The police saw the video evidence. They're saying things like, no, this is a civil matter. Yeah, somebody spitting on you is a civil matter, according to the authorities initially. Um, so the girl, uh, the girlfriend provided some more context. Let's put up that context she provided. I'm going to read this in part, okay? Um, Abby Tibbet writes, and this is Owensboro, all right? My boyfriend, Armand, and I were on our way to meet his dad at Owensboro Longhorn Steakhouse tonight. Armand was trying to merge into the turning lane to turn on Heartland Crossings Boulevard because he didn't know that Longhorn was basically right off the exit. As he had his blinker on and trying to merge over, a man in a white Ford crossover lays on his horn for a solid 30 seconds. Sound familiar? Hmm? Starts with that horn laying. Immediately after laying on the horn, this this man rolls down his window and starts hanging out of it, yelling F-U-N-word. And let's go effing fight, N-word. And proceeds to run a red light in order to follow Amon into the Longhorn parking lot. At this point, I got my phone and started recording. Because I could tell this guy was a racist sociopath. And I need a proof of whatever the hell was about to happen. Armand is trying to remain calm and begins to call his dad to come out of Longhorn to meet us at the entrance because we are both scared. At this point, the guy has got out of his car and is chasing Armand's car on foot. It gets even deeper, okay? They try to get police intervention here. This is a crime, multiple crimes have taken place. Five days of no action, a shame that if the roles were reversed, you would have been on it the night of. They did nothing. Mark Caslin says, this is a civil matter for the police department. You are correct. 
If I had been attacked, I would have called 911 immediately and done whatever I had to do immediately. I would not be on social media expecting local uh, local government to get involved in something that they are not trained to do. It is not for the commissioners um, to police civil issues. Civil, you say? Let's put up a picture of this cat who said this was a civil matter, city of Owensboro. Okay, after the video went viral, according to the original poster, the suspect has now been arrested. Here's the point I wanna make before I go to David. It's amazing to me how somebody like this commissioner will say, hey, listen, this is a civil matter. Man spits in your face, that's personal, that's civil. What if somebody spits in your face, sir, next time at the commission meeting? Will you sue them or will they be arrested? What if you don't arrest them that night? What if you don't call 911 that night? Does that mean they did not commit a criminal act against you? Doesn't make sense whatsoever. David, thoughts? Well, in most places around the United States, most counties, I don't know about Owensboro, but in most places, if you spit on somebody, that is assault. That is a criminal yeah. charge. You could be charged with a felony in some cases. And for this commissioner to suggest, oh no, it's just a civil matter to me that suggests that, you know, never mind the, the jackass, the racist who spat on the on the poor guy. I mean, this commissioner is also racist because I have a feeling that if this was a white person who had been spit upon by a black man, you better yeah. believe there would be all kinds of police response. That black guy would be lucky to get out of there alive. Police would have approached with their guns drawn. That is the difference right now in society. Racism is so clear to so many of us. There is white privilege and there is the crime of being black while you're driving and you happen to get in some sort of traffic altercation with somebody who's white and watch out. This was just you know, shame on Owensboro. And uh, you know, at least I'm, I'm glad in the end, I guess, that they're actually gonna bring some sort of charge against uh, this guy. But uh, it shouldn't have to take going on social media. You shouldn't have to whip out your phone and record it in order to get people to do the right thing. That's right, well said. We got more on the other side is indisputable, stick and stay. All right, welcome back. We still got a lot of show left. Let me read some of these comments. Before I get to the comments, big deal happening, okay? New members only, new members only show. So I'm just telling you, you need to go ahead and be a new member, all right? Power Hour new members only show featuring Senator Nina Turner debuts this Thursday. Tune in to Power Hour with Nina Turner 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, Thursdays. Speak truth to power, fight the power, get the power, use the power. Power hour with Senator Nina Turner and Jenk. Um, that's a big deal. TYT.com slash join. That's all you gotta do. TYT.com slash join um, to watch the weekly show. Don't forget, we got a special Excel bullpen happening this Friday. Um, I went all the way to Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, let me first say, it was hot as hell. It was 107 damn degrees. <laughs> I would never call Atlanta hot Atlanta again. This is just fine. Um, I did a full debate. Him and I debated for an hour and a half. Just we went toe to toe. We went at it. Had a great time actually. Turning Points USA uh, flew me there. We recorded last week uh, on debate night with Charlie Kirk. I can't wait for all of y'all to see this. Oh my goodness. So you know the first hour. Uh, is going to be available right there on the bullpen on Friday. Uh, and then we have a 30 minute bonus. I'll tell you how to get access to that 30 minute bonus. Uh, and you already know I came 100, you already know that. Tune in Friday, September 24th, 
3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 12.30 p.m. Pacific Time. And you can also catch us YouTube.com forward slash indisputable TYT, gonna be good. The conversation, every weekday, make sure you tune into the conversation live 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 2.30 p.m. Pacific Time. TYT.com forward slash live right before the Young Turks. Senator Nina Turner speaks with scholar, doctor, professor Cornell West. Should be a remarkable conversation, very smart, both of them. All right, let me read some of these comments. TYT member Eric the Red, the murderer came back a second time a few hours later, then armed. And then shot the poor guy, premeditated. Uh, Kelly O'Hara, my poet, says, sorry everyone, this is going to be dark. I can't hide my contempt for these people today. Shooting to my left, shooting to my right. Shooting every person who causes me fright. No mask, no vaccine, the science can't be true. Hold on, my screen did something. The shooting every... Excuse me, let me start over. Shooting to my left, shooting to my right, shooting every person who causes me fright. No mask, no vaccine, the science can't be true. I find that obscene, so I kill all of you. My freedoms come first at the cost of the rest. All lives might matter, but mine is the best. Wow, wow. Mickey C, the silver haired dragon. Spitting on someone during a pandemic is assault and his language makes it a hate crime, agreed. YouTube super chat, Tricution, I think. Um, love Dr. Richie, oh, I'm embarrassed to say that. Love Dr. Richie reminds me of Martin Luther King Jr. Not even close, <laughs> not even not even one one hundredth of a percent. But I appreciate the sentiment and I love you back. Non-human humanist, uh, German people are usually reasonable. His gun was illegal by the way, cashier 20 year old student. Uh, last week Swiss people tried to storm the parliament. Yeah, Stephen Turner, thank you for that Stephen, thank you. Um, you know what? If they had not killed our best hope, we would not be here. And yes, I do mean Lincoln, Malcolm X, JFK, RFK, and MLK. The rest of the best have been quietly strangled by the system as we know it. Hell, they didn't even listen to Eisenhower. I was just making that point during the commercial break. Marlene Mounts, thank you, Marlene, as well. To be in possession of a joyous heart that has love and respect for others. I have a mind that isn't badgered by negative thoughts and limiting beliefs are the assets of a mature soul. Live, laugh, and give. Thank you for that. Lisa T, the self-control of that young man is amazing. Miraculous, really. All right, Peter Hamby, how much of a coward do you have to be to go up to someone who you never met, spit in a person's face, and run with your tail between your legs? Yep, Izzy Roberts, thank you for that. Leslie K, if spitting is a civil matter, why do the police have spit hoods? <laughs> That's a good point. Good point, man. And then if you do steal spit on a cop, you get charged. It's a crime. <laughs> Cassandra Caprenica, this monstrosity should not teach anymore. Fire him, talking about the professor. Twitch, we got a lot. Um, Avenger Dragon 89, cops always claim everything they don't want to deal with is civil. <laughs> right. All right. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, I wish a Karen would. You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Sunday?
Back off! I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. To let racist parents know they're fake. Okay. What are you gonna say? Terrorists. Stop racist. Terrorists. Wow. Sure. This was what happened. Okay. Um. What I say, they were like, uh, they're not real because um, Jordans, they they don't bend. Can I see the receipt for it? I don't, dude. I literally bought them like. Gotcha. Like, Cap. No, because shoes are getting so good now on, on the fake, that's why. I don't know anything about it, so I just bought the shoes. That's all I know. No, I got you. How much you pay for this one, you said? Four ninety five. Four ninety five, huh? Hyper Royale, right? Retro high sneakers. Okay. Came out here and you just like bent out these shoes or whatever. Oh, I mean they're fake. Well, well, thank I you. didn't. I bought them where I bought them, but you just wasted my time. <laughs> she also report my offer up account, and I got banned. I wish a Karen Wood tried to sell me some fake ass Jordans. Now this person is obviously a dangerous individual. Going around selling fake Jordans. Now listen, I don't have many vices. I used to. I don't have many anymore. But one I still have is my respectable Jordan collection. And ladies and gentlemen, we take Jordan seriously from where I'm from. And those were not damn Jordans. David, I'm outraged by this Karen who decided to go racist after her con was exposed, uh, calling this guy a terrorist, using racial slurs. Karen, the audacity of criminal Karen <laughs> is to remain in her Karenicity, even when the crime has been exposed. Never seen anything like it. And couldn't we charge her with a crime? I mean, counterfeit Jordan selling. I mean, there's <laughs> right. got to be something there, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Anybody could have told could have told her if they, you know, based on the way the guy was flipping the shoe and how flimsy it was. No, this is a, this is a knockoff. And and most people who collect these things or who buy expensive shoes. My wife loves expensive shoes. She can tell the difference between a Christian Louboutin and a fake. It's just <laughs> something that they know. And so if you're gonna be in this, if you're gonna swim in this lake, you better know how to dog paddle. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, man, you know, people do things like this, they try to rip folks off. But why go why go racist? I mean, you were okay with ripping this person off. You you would have been, just think about this, David. If she would have got that $500 or whatever she was asking for, for those knockoffs, she would have been calling him that all the way to the bank. With oh his yeah, money. I mean, look, she was she was trying to play him. She thought she could pull one over and she happened to find a guy who was smarter than she thinks that most black people are. Well, you know, shame on her. Um, you know, I'm glad that she's been identified or at least that her face is out there and that the public humiliation will follow her. Never mind for not knowing anything about authentic Jordans, but also for being a racist. I mean, come on, she should be shamed out of town. Yeah, and and if nothing else, David, we have exposed who not to buy Jordans from. <laughs> All right, okay. This is a really insane story. Health director, Kent County, Michigan, okay? 
he has a mask mandate. He implements a mask mandate following the CDC directive, following the local science, and a woman tried to kill him hours after the mandate. Let's put up a picture of Dr. Adam London. That's Dr. London. After a woman attempted to run Kent County Health Department Director Dr. Adam London off the road just hours after he issued a mask mandate for some schools last month, the health officer issued a plea to the Kent County Board of Commissioners. He said, and I quote, I need help. Now he sent this email last month. It got exposed recently. London wrote in an August 22nd email to the county commissioners, which Michigan Advance received today after filing a FOIA or Freedom of Information Act request with the Kent County Board of Commissioners last week. My team and I are broken, I am done. I've done my job to the best of my ability. I've given just about everything to Kent County and now I've given some more of my safety. During the commission meetings, the board of commission, they entertain extreme conspiracy theories, veiled threats without any pushback, no pushback whatsoever. And hours after this guy implements a mask mandate, not for all, but for some of the schools, someone literally tries to kill him at speeds up to 70 miles per hour. London's email followed his announcement on August 20th that masks would be required for anyone in preschool through sixth grade school buildings in Kent County in order to prevent the spread of COVID-19. He's trying to protect the kids. Kids under 12 are not eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. He's trying to provide a remedy here. Good guy, put up his picture again. He's a good guy. This is one of the decent, good, bold, courageous public servants standing up against the tyranny of those who spew misinformation. It gets deeper, he said, In this email to the commission, I had a woman try to run me off the road at 70 plus miles per hour, twice on Friday night. London wrote in his August 22nd email to commissioners. I think we have all seen the aggression and violence displayed at meetings across the nation during the past week. Then he says something so wise, and this is why he's one of my new favorite people. He said in this email, There is nothing to be gained by entertaining such people with dialogue. London continued, in many cases, these are the same people who dismissed the plot against the governor when they tried to kidnap her. As just guys joking around and the January 6th insurrection at the US Capitol as a peaceful patriotic protest. I think it is a grave mistake to unnecessarily give them targets and platforms. There is a sickness in America far more insidious than COVID. You are more empowered to fight this disease than I am. Wow. 
They are, the politicians are more empowered to fight that disease than he is. But they're not trying to. A week earlier, he added that someone yelled at him and said, hey, MFR, I hope someone abuses your kids and forces you to watch. This man is a public servant who simply did one thing. Children, go ahead, let's do the mask thing because we need to protect them. That's it. The Kent County Sheriff's Office is working to provide some investigation around the potential attack or the road attack that happened. And that's all we know. David, thoughts? Well, I think we also know that this was probably a parent, right? Which makes this even more disturbing because why would you care about a school commission or school board unless you have kids in the school? And again, it gets to this whole thing about here we have public servants who are trying to protect all of our kids, regardless of your religion or political beliefs. They're trying to protect all of and this is your response that because you think your kid has a freedom not to wear a mask that you can take away the freedom of somebody else's safety. If you feel so strongly, if you are so unhinged that this is the sort of example you're gonna set for your kids, your kids should not even be in school. Homeschool them, don't send them to school, don't let them mix with anybody else. Keep them at home, keep to yourself, live in the woods, whatever it is, but don't go anywhere. Because those sorts of families are not healthy for the rest of us. You are a danger to everybody. If this is how unhinged you're gonna become, it's yep. insanity. Yeah, and this is a very wise fella. And I'm looking forward to more leadership from him like this. We got more on the other side, it's indisputable, stick and stay. All right, welcome back, we got a lot of comments. Don't forget, Indisputable is now also available on podcast, Spotify, Acast, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. And listen, we break it up for you, so one podcast, It's the bullpen and the other is the one hour show highlighting news of the day. Make that happen. Follow and rate us five stars if you love the programming. Also, indisputable merch now available, now available. I wish a Karen would. I won't stop tease all now at shoptyt.com. And yes, we got more coming. Thank you in advance, all goes to a worthy cause. Now. TYT members, Megan C the Silverhead Dragon says, uh, laughing my A off, Dr. Rich's Jordan collection, like all TYT hosts, he keeps showing that he's human. Gotta love him, yes, very human, very much so. Um, I think somebody asked me to post that on Twitter, my collection. Uh, Biden flavor corn pop, uh, love David on fire. You can't reason with these deplorables. Um, use the 1950s army approach to polio. Shirt off, hands up, jab, and don't tell tell them what the shot was for. <laughs> According to military officials, I know they still do it that way, basically. Um, lend me a quarter for the change machine, says he's right. <clears throat> Talking with them is useless. Any debate only fuels their cognitive dissonance. They are there are so so many of them. It feels like we've been infested with bugs, but these people are lethal armed, ready to do. Severe harm, agreed. Um, let's go to Super Chat, YouTube. C-Mac, keep it up brother Richie, love your passionate disposition and commentating. And I love the bullpen debates as well as I wish a Karen Wood segments, blessings. Well, thank you, uh, we love you back and we appreciate that. Um, Marcus Otero, the righteous have so many alternatives to violence. Facts, decency, mercy, hope, kindness and justice. But the wicked have ignorance and lies. 
And when those fail, they have all they have is violence. Very, very wise, very good point. Uh, Carlita, thank you for that. Uh, Liz Berry, my friend Karen had to change her name to Carrie. So sorry. I know there are some innocent Karens caught up in this whole thing. But I think that was a really great solution here. Big ups to your to your friend. Zen Master, Montel Jordan. <laughs> That's what Karen should have said. Wait a minute. You thought I was selling you Michael Jordan's? No, 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 no. I thought you asked for Montel Jordan's. <laughs> Uh, that, that's funny. Twitch, Mike Boy Raps. Dr. Richard, can we get a pic of your collection on Twitter? I may do that actually. I may do that to show you that it's real, okay? Don't come for me. <laughs> Silver Knight Dragon, fake Jordans, crime against society. Yeah. Uh, Fairy underscore King 777. Uh, it seems like all these Trump Republican hogs would try to hurt and kill anyone doing the right thing. It's, it's not a cult like. It is a cultic. It's an occult. People keep saying it's like a cult. No, it is a cult. It's the operation of it is cult behavior. Period. Okay. This this was funny as hell. Now, my dear brother David Schuster did a remarkable job reporting on this, and. Um, he posted it on our Rebel HQ channel yesterday, highlighted a very, very special woman. Here's an excerpt. I do not want my children to learn Thank about you. anal sex in middle school. I have never had anal sex. Thank I don't you. want to have anal sex. I don't want my kids Our having anal sex. Stone. I want you to start focusing on education and not public Earth. health. That is Kara Bell. Near Austin, Texas, during a school board meeting about COVID, Bell is angry about a passage from Out of Darkness by Ashley Hope Perez. Now I had to Google cornhole because I have the game in the back of my yard. But according to Wikipedia, cornhole is a sexualist slang vulgarism for anus. The term came into the use in the 1910s of the 19th. United States is verb form to cornhole, which came into usage in the 1930s, means to have anal sex. The novel, which has been widely acclaimed, does have a page where two teenage boys talk about types of sex. But in Kara Bell's world, teenage boys do not talk about sex or read about it. The school board turned off Bell's microphone. Mel is known for ranting against COVID masks and promoting QAnon conspiracy theories. Last spring, she allegedly assaulted a department store employee and was defiant with police. I did not sign up for this. I am a Christian woman of God, and you are not going to put your disgusting rules on me that are false and not true. I will not have it. You understand that? I will not have it. I'm sick of being bullied. I'm sick of being lied to. And it's not going to happen anymore. Do you understand? The CDC just released. Turn around. Oh my gosh. Oh You're my gosh. Play this game. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Listen, I know I'm not supposed to laugh at somebody getting <laughs> arrested, but that was funny as hell. She was doing the. <laughs> right? I mean, she really thought she was doing something. And I mean, when she says she doesn't like having anal sex, 
Nobody asked you that question, madam. This is that part. <laughs> this is where did they come from? <laughs> David. Well, I mean, one of the things that I, I loved about this story is here's, yeah, I mean, if somebody wants to have anal sex or not have anal sex or whatever kind of sex you want to have, that's fine. I just don't want to know about it at a public forum. You don't need to go out there and tell the entire world. Secondly, it's if her goal was to somehow stop this book from being in the middle school. And by the way, in Austin, Texas, they they have actually removed it from the middle school temporarily while they investigate. But the fact of the matter, she has brought so much attention to Out of Darkness by Perez that book sales are flying off the charts. Yeah. I mean, she's she's done more to promote this book and help book sales than anybody could have imagined. And so it's totally backfired on her. So as I said in the report, maybe she ought to just keep having these outbursts because obviously she is leading from behind. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that, that was such icing on the cake in your report, man. All right. <laughs> uh, David Schuster does these uh, remarkable uh, videos. Um, on Rebel HQ, you have got to check out all of his videos. They are so well done, um, so thorough, and so on point, all right? Okay, there's a Republican, let me start over. There's a black male Republican running for Lieutenant Governor who runs with a crowd of people that say racism is not real. The police are always right, they're all good people. Systemic racism does not exist. No cop is biased against black people. He runs with that crowd, here's what happened to him. He's not the lieutenant governor, contrary to what was said. He's running for lieutenant governor. Uh, this is in Nevada. Um, his name is Mac Miller. Mac Miller was dragged. Mac Miller had hands put on him. Nobody else did, just him, okay? Um, according to current reports, Miller and others had shown up to protest the Clark County Commission's formal stance against COVID-19 misinformation. So let me explain this. All the commission did was say misinformation is bad. That's all they did. I mean, it was nothing really more substantive than that. Misinformation is bad. And we're going to say it's bad. And it caused this. Fights broke out between the protests and the security present. In a video, he recorded himself. Miller confronted a guard. After a woman was shoved into him by the guard, let's let's see it. He did. He recorded it himself. Now 
shut down this meeting and kicking us out, I've now been shoved by all the officers here, specifically this gentleman who shoved me. I am normally the most calm person here. I've got a bad knee and a bad back, and this guy shoved her into me. What is your name and your badge number? 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 I don't get shoved lightly. Listen, I've been court and I've been Yeah, he's campaigning, uh, number one, okay? And let, let me be very clear, there were a lot of protesters in there. Uh, basically, everybody else was white and he's black. Now remember, he's a black Republican who runs with a crew who says discrimination really not a, not a real thing. Security and police were present there. So you have security guards and you have police officers um, at this meeting in a five to two decision, five to two decision. Despite the disruption, that board, that commission voted five to two to say misinformation about COVID-19 is bad. They declared it a crisis, a health issue, that misinformation is bad. And it caused this kind of reaction. Um, you also heard Mr. Mac Miller yell that he has been court-martialed. Well, the team did some research um, and found this according to the Las Vegas Review. Uh, Journal Miller apparently ditched fellow soldiers during a deployment in Iraq. The military court found Miller, then a private first class, guilty of desertion and sentenced him to 18 months confinement, a demotion to private and a bad conduct discharge. According to documents obtained by the Review Journal, uh, Miller twice unsuccessfully appealed the ruling. He claimed he was put on mandatory leave and told not to return after a back injury um, when his unit was detonating a bomb. Uh, the resist programming also shared on Twitter Miller's relationship with the Proud Boys. Put it up, he runs around with guys like this, yep. Resist programming is the name of the group, Republican candidate Mac Miller has Proud Boys on his campaign page and has actively campaigned with them. Now let me go ahead and just say the obvious, okay? You had a lot of protesters in there. You had a lot of people not obeying commands. You had people chanting, it was only him that got hands placed on his body. David, these guys continue to promote an ideology contrary to their own social existence. Yeah, I mean the hypocrisy is is evident uh, all over the place with this. I'm also sort of struck that we've we've now entered this sort of period because everybody has cell phone cameras and cameras now. It's well it, before it was just like okay, make sure you start rolling when things happen. Now people are going to start. I think as we saw here, it looked like he had his friends' cameras rolling as if he was anticipating that something was going to happen. And so there, his friends are making a big deal of oh to the police, oh don't mishandle him. How can you throw him? How can you throw him to the floor? Look at what you've done. 
when the story is actually a little bit sort of deeper and more, you know, a bigger story than what the video suggests. And maybe that's just sort of the warning to all of us that there's so many cameras out there. <laughs> it's so easy now to read into something just based on the 15 or 20 seconds that we see, but there is usually a backstory and the backstory may not always fit with what the emotional reaction we're having based on with what we're presented. Yeah, and it's quite fascinating that individuals, and we've seen this happen with a lot of prominent black politicians who are conservative. They will continue even after having a bad personal experience, even after their wife or children going through an experience, they will still continue to promote an ideology contrary to their own experiences. It, it, it fascinates me, David. David, I appreciate you being on the show. We got a few seconds left. Man, I wanna make sure people know how to check you out and follow you and all of that good stuff. Well, thanks for the shout out to Rebel HQ on Facebook and YouTube. That's where we put up our videos. And of course, it's always just an honor to be on with your show, Dr. Rashad Richie. It's you're just killing it. The show is on fire. And I'm so honored to be yet to be invited anytime. So good to be with you, doctor. It's an honor to have you on the program, brother. I'm a big fan and thank you for always joining us. Thank you. All right, remember, take care of yourself, take care of each other and take care of the planet. Remember the truth is always indisputable. Welcome to Indisputable, I'm your host, Dr. Rashad Richard. We got a lot happening today, and what do we do on this show? We tell the truth, you know why we tell the truth? Because the truth is simply indisputable. Rashad, great to be here, congratulations on the new show. And I gotta let everybody know that Rashad and I go way back. People still need healthcare, so I won't stop. People still need criminal justice systems reform throughout this country, so I won't stop, and you won't stop either.